At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back into My Guys in the Desert. We're kicking off hour two here at the VSIN studio. I'm Danielle Alvari in here with Wes Reynolds. In just a bit, we'll have Derek Stevens and Mike Palm from the Circa join us as well. And later on this hour, of course, we'll have Teddy Greenstein from PointsBet. Now, some more shifting has gone on in the coaching world in terms of the NBA. Brad Stevens is the team's new president of basketball operations after Danny Ainge retired yesterday. That means the Celtics need a new coach, and it looks like Brad Stevens will be leading the charge on that. So, of course, there are already some odds up to be the next head coach of the Boston Celtics. The favorite, Chauncey Billups at 5-1. to one. Kenny Atkinson behind him at 6-1. to one. Alvin Gentry at 7-1. to one. Jason Kidd even on there at 8-1, to one, as is Kevin McHale. Lloyd Pierce, 9-1. to one. Jaron Collins, 9-1. to one. Sam Cassell, 9-1. to one. Brett Brown, 10-1. to one. And Becky Hammond even getting a nod here at 10-1 to one, with Patrick Ewing also sitting at 10-1. to one. Well, if they decide to keep it within the family, Jay Laranaga is, of course, the assistant on the Boston staff right, right now. So, so understandably, he would at least get a look and knows these players. But maybe when you're making this kind of a change, you got to think, okay, maybe we want to go from the outside. Maybe the players need a new voice other than the current staff that they have. 
I think Brad is probably going to do a very good job here. He's got a business background. He's mm -hmm. very intelligent. And I think maybe it was just kind of a break from coaching. He's only 44 years old, but he might have been, we were talking about this with JBT yesterday. Mm -hmm. He might be a little burnout on coaching. That doesn't mean that burnout is going to last forever. Right. It might just be a few, a few year break. And sometimes you need that. And I think he is certainly a guy that's capable. He's very into analytics. And he was even when he was the head coach at Butler University at the college level so he's gonna buy into that he's got a good organization i think behind him they have their star duo obviously locked up for the long term jalen brown signed through 2024 tatum through 2025 so the core of your team is going to be there for at least a few years so this isn't like a total rebuild this was a celtics team that got beat in the first round they were one of the top four to five teams really probably would have been had they been healthy i don't know if they would have had enough for a more Milwaukee or a Brooklyn, even if they were healthy in the playoffs, but they, they just kind of uh, took a step back here. So you're going to see what you're going to do in terms of movement. The only big free agent would be Evan Fournier, who comes off the cap at $17 million. I don't know if they want to resign him for a discount or if maybe they just say, okay, let him walk. But they, they do have a little bit of a tight cap space. So let's see if they can try to make a trade. Uh, if they can trade Kemba Walker, who's getting about 30 plus million dollars. I don't have the exact amount in front of me. If they can, if they can move him or if maybe they can move somebody like a Marcus smart. Now that's a tough guy to move because he's kind of like considered the heartbeat of the team. He's right. a very good defender. He's that guy that you really need, like that Draymond Green that kind of gets in another star player's face, that takes charges, that's just like a pestering nuisance. So do they want to get rid of him? And I think Brad Stevens really trusts Marcus Smart. Now, obviously, if you get the right offer, I mean, he parted ways with Gordon Hayward, who mm -hmm. he, of course, coached at Butler. So if you get the right deal, you're going to go ahead and do that. In terms of the coach, I think it's a little bit early. Kenny Atkinson, I think, is a very good coach that did a good job in Brooklyn, and he probably should get a head job really somewhere else, at least going forward. So I personally, of the choices I see on there, if I were making a move, I would like Kenny Atkinson. Mm -hmm. Jay Laranaga, I certainly think, will get some consideration being an assistant with Brad. Yeah, absolutely. Now, can I ask you why we're seeing Chauncey Billups so high up this board? Obviously drafted by Boston with a third overall pick in the 1997 draft, but was traded midway through his rookie season. After that, he bounced around for several years. He landed with the Pistons, um, became Mr. Big Shot, won a title, mm -hmm. uh, but somehow the short shot here. Yeah, yeah, that that kind of uh, came out of the blue, actually, for me now really looking and seeing mm -hmm. where this is. He is currently on the Clippers staff, by the way. So, yeah. you know, obviously they would have to wait until they are eliminated from the playoffs to really get an interview with him. And, Which could and come sooner than you think. Yeah, might be coming tomorrow <laughs> night. Uh, now that we think about it, if unless uh, the road trend kind of holds serve mm -hmm. in that series with the road team winning the first five. Right. Yeah, well... Uh, if you're on that Clippers team, even as a coaching staff, maybe you do want to get away a little bit there. Um, anybody else on this board that looks interesting to you uh, or would be your best bet on this? Yeah, I don't really. It's tough to really recommend a best bet at this yeah. standpoint because it just happened. But right. Kenny Atkinson would be the guy if I That's were the pick. team president that I would want to make the move on. All right. Well, obviously, we do have NBA games going on tonight. We'll get more of those going on and the NHL playoffs. We'll have Teddy Greenstein. It's all coming up right here on My Guys in the Desert.
Welcome back into My Guys in the Desert. This segment is brought to you by footballcontest.com, the number one proxy service and top source for info on Las Vegas football contests, including live standings. That's footballcontest.com. I'm Danielle Avari. We're here in the VSIN studio. I'm, of course, with Wes Reynolds for My Guys in the Desert. And we'll bring on Derek Stevens and Mike Palm at the Circus Studio in just a few short minutes. And then later on this hour, we'll have, we will have Teddy Greenstein, senior editor at PointsBet. But first things first, we didn't really get to break into tonight's NHL matchups. We talked a little bit about some series prices earlier so let's dive into tonight's games Bruins at Islanders that's a 7 30 p.m. Eastern start the Bruins are the favorite here in this matchup yeah under five for me and that's going to be juice to the under because both these matchups of course have gone over the total thus far in this series and at five it's going to be juice to the over and that's kind of what you're seeing right now I think Circa Sports is the only one in the market and we'll ask Mike about that at five and a half, juice the under, but you got to pay a lot, five forty or uh, one forty-five. I looked at so, it. Uh, and, and obviously, at that key number, you're going to have to pay the tax if you want to go under the total. But I do think that this strikes me a little bit, Danielle, as like a one-to-one game that maybe goes into overtime. Mm-hmm. Two good goaltenders with Rask and Varlamov, who have not been the best really here in the first two games. But I think both of these teams really are more defensive-oriented teams than they are offense, even though they can both put goals on the board. But if you watch Barry Trotz over the years when he was in Nashville, also when he was won the cup in Washington now on Long Island very much a defensive oriented team that wins with defense and goaltending want to be the more physical team Boston I think is comfortable doing that as well Craig Smith is going to return to the lineup for the Boston Bruins he had been out with a lower body injury but I think when it's 1-1 here I'm thinking this is one of those ones that's going to be that tight game where neither team kind of wants to make a mistake and I like the under in the spot yeah, not really sure which way to go with that one. But we also have the Hurricanes and the Lightning at 8 p.m. Eastern. That's game three. Lightning lead the series 2-0. to zero, But we know both of these teams can score. So would you still look at an under in this game? Well, I didn't do anything with the total. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to play half and half. I'm going to play Carolina Hurricanes first period mm-hmm. and also Carolina Hurricanes game. We often see a team down 2-0. Even if they have to go on the road like Carolina does tonight, they have that energy at least early on, and we kind of saw that play out a little bit in that Carolina-Nashville series. Price is going up because it's Peter Mrazek in goal instead of Nedeljkovic, so that's why you're seeing Tampa Bay lay this. Tampa Bay's power play has obviously been good, but I think Carolina, in game one, I thought they outplayed him. Game two, it was a little more even, maybe a little bit more toward the lightning side, but I really thought that... Carolina was right there with these teams. I mean, they got beat two to one. So it's not like Tampa Bay who has this great offense was just peppering them with shots and peppering them with goals. So they're going to try Mrazek tonight and see if they can get right. And I do like the Carolina hurricanes as the underdog tonight. All right. I think it's time that we bring in Derek Stevens and Mike Palm live from the Circa studio. Thanks so much for joining us today on my guys, guys. Hey, great to talk to you today. How you doing? So good. So First things first, we have to talk about this Circa football contest. It's one of your most popular things you guys offer there, obviously. How are the signups looking so far? Well, we had a pretty good day today. We had 17 so far today. We're at 73. And if you pace it out, it looks like about a five, six million dollar overlay. What do you think, Mike? We're in trouble. Yeah, we're uh, we're still nine point nine two seven million in the <laughs> hole here. So we're, we've got to make a late push. Yeah. Now, uh, fellas, what about the Survivor Contest? That got a lot more interest than I think you thought it was going to get last year. It did very well. It was very popular amongst the betters. Do you expect an increase this year? 
Well, we, we, we certainly bet on it. That's for sure, Wes. I mean, we, we after going with the $1 million guarantee, we bumped it up to $6 million. So, uh we got a little stress uh, stress on the uh, uh, you know the internal team here, but uh, yeah, we expected to jump up. Right now, uh, Survivor is pacing at uh, at about the same uh, rate as the million. So we've got thirty seven and thirty six. So you know that's the way it happens when it starts. We we're just trying to make it easy for people that were in town for Memorial Day weekend and in town for June. But but uh, obviously we know that you know people really start getting into this in July, and then and then obviously August is a big month. Now, we know that we had a Vegas Golden Knights game going on last night versus the Avalanche. Crushing loss for them again. The Avs take that series lead 2-0. to zero. I know you guys have a lot of people come out to watch the games at Circa or even at Stadium Swim. Are you still seeing a lot of action on the Golden Knights at this point, given that we are in Las Vegas, or have people started to lose a little bit of hope? No, you know, I mean, the, the price just keeps going up. So I think so far, you know, so far uh, – in the playoffs, the Golden Knights have played nine games, and I think uh, eight out of the nine, um, we've needed the other side. Is that is that right, Mike? That's correct. I think we've had we had one game where we needed the Knights, but uh, but no, the the Golden Knights fans just keep uh, keep pounding away, and I expect the same thing's going to happen uh, happen tomorrow with Game Three. Well, in fact, you hosted the official watch party last night at Stadium Swim. The, the executives were there, the Knights' wives and girlfriends were there, and it was a full house. Yeah, it was a full house. It was uh, it was actually. Uh, Kind of made fun of it. It was a great day, to, a great day to watch playoff hockey. It was 106 degrees out, so everybody jumped in the pool. It was pretty, uh, pretty good time. We had full audio up, and uh, everybody had a good time. But, uh, but boy, the the overtime, uh, the, the you know, the overtime loser uh, took the wind out of everybody's sails pretty quickly. And uh, we'll stick with the hockey, and let's talk about tonight's card. I know, looking at the Palm Readers playbook today. Boston Bruins are the play here at minus 140, as Mike uh, gave out on the nuts earlier today. Series 1-1 now goes to Long Island, Nassau Coliseum. Bruins are very good in the first round, Mike. 2-1 and one on the road in those games. It's going to be Varlamov in net instead of Sorokin, even though Sorokin, I thought, was better in the first round series against the Pittsburgh Penguins. And you like the Bruins tonight. I kind of like the under here, five juiced on the plus side, but you're going with the bees tonight. Yeah, I think you get a decent price. I bet it early this morning. It's just kind of climbing a little bit. We're seeing some action on the on the Bruins here. They got to stay out of the penalty box. Dumb penalties. I mean, two power play goals for the Islanders, really the key uh, in game number two that allowed them to get to overtime, actually build a lead, and then get to overtime and steal that game in Boston. I think Boston's the better team here. I think you saw that uh, in the pre-series betting, the pre-series price, which was over $2, 220 240 at some spots. I just don't think the Islanders can compete with them or score enough five-on-five. So I want to take a shot at the Bruins at a relatively cheap price on the road at 140 here. If this was five and a half, I'd be with you. I just think it's a hard to bet fives because if you get to 2-2, two, two, um, you can't win. Right, and and looking at the and I would agree with you on the Bruins side. I didn't get the best of the numbers, so I'm going to pass on the side. But mm-hmm. the special teams often come into play and really are the decider in close series. And you're really seeing it. The Bruins better on the power play, better on the PK, more high danger chances in terms of the five on five. So somehow Barry Trotz got his team a win there in game two. But I'm with you on the bees. How about Tampa Bay, Carolina? Going back down to Tampa tonight now, 2-0. Carolina absolutely up against it. What do you think of this one? Well, I think if Carolina's going to win a game, it's here or in this spot in game three. But, I, you know, Amal and I both called for Rod Brindamore to use Mrazek in the first series. I'm a little concerned. I think Mrazek's the better goaltender. I thought when he came back midseason, he was going to be their guy for the playoffs. I was surprised it was Nadelkovich. 
They let Nadelkovich play that whole series. Now it's concerning to me because Morazic's had the same layoff that Leonard had before they threw him to the Wolves in game one in Denver. So that's a little bit of a concern for me, and it keeps me off of taking the Hurricanes tonight just because of that rust factor and that he hasn't seen any real game action, you know, in almost a month. And also, no, Vincent Trocheck going to be doubtful tonight. We know Niederreiter out for the rest of the series for Carolina. But Mrazek going to go 6-2-3 and three on the season, Danielle. We obviously have a lot of baseball going on tonight, too. So when we look at the MLB, talking about the Mets Padres here at 10 p.m. Eastern, Tawan Walker versus you, Darvish. How is the action on this one looking for you guys tonight? Well, I think it's going to be great. I mean, this is the signature baseball game of the night. It's the late game. Uh, you know, Padres back at home, and you got Darvish going. I, I think uh, I think that's going to be the game that sees the most action. You know, obviously we got a lot lot going on with NBA and NHL, but on a baseball side, this game is definitely going to have the, have the most handle. Uh, definitely going to see uh, see Darvish money with, with San Diego going home. That's become a, that's become a team now almost every day. That uh, from the book side. Uh, you need the other side of the Padres. It's 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 uh, it's one of those things where they've just figured out a way to uh, to have these comebacks. I know they blew the one game in uh, in Milwaukee, but uh, but in general, um, we're, we're seeing Padres money on, on a on a daily basis. You know what's amazing, Wes, about this game is if you look at the stats lines on these two pitchers, Walker and Darvish, it's hard to separate them. I mean, Walker's actually got a better ERA under two, Darvish a little over two. The whips the same. Um, it, little better on Darvish on the strikeout walk ratio, but I mean the Mets have won six to seven. They got Walker going here, and you you know you can get a dollar sixty, a dollar sixty five on him here. The total is reflected in how well Walker's pitched. I mean you're seeing six and a halfs here, first five some spots. It's down to three, so should be a great pitchers duel tonight. We hope it goes one one into the bottom of the ninth, so we see those circa sports signs in both halves of the ninth <laughs> inning. Absolutely, right get your that. that's really what we're looking for. Get your money's worth out of that deal. Absolutely. Uh, you mentioned the basketball. I wanted to touch on that briefly. We know being out here on the West Coast, and you go to any sports book out here in Las Vegas, including Circus Sportsbook, always a big Laker contention about 7.30 Pacific time. Would expect that tonight right down there at Circa. Lakers only laying two to Phoenix, though. Are betters kind of losing faith in the Lakers here going forward with AD out, even though Chris Paul's got his own injury issues on the Phoenix side? But this open three globally and now seeing as low as two in the market, including right down there at Circa. Yeah, you know, the, this is actually a team where we have uh, some of the biggest liability on actually to, to win it all. So, from uh, from uh, uh, house side uh, tonight, no matter who who makes the play, um, whether the house needs the Lakers or the house needs the Suns, you know, on the overall basis, we're uh, we're definitely rooting for Phoenix here on this type of uh, on this type of series. What happened in the in the uh, in the last game with that type of blowout has definitely changed the perspective on on some of the Lakers fans because that game was 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 uh, was really something uh, something that uh, really stood out. My partner on the nuts, Amal Shaw, is all in on the Lakers tonight. He laid the two. He's as confident in this game tonight as he was in game two when he laid $3 with the Clippers. <laughs> Didn't there's work a, out well there, for him. There's a little shot, of course, uh, that you cannot <laughs> catch every day right here on Beeson on the nuts. Yeah, absolutely. Well, between the Mets and the Padres and the Lakers and Suns, you guys are going to have a lot of action going on tonight. So we really appreciate you taking the time to come and join us on My Guys. Danielle, can I say something I wish before we go? I, I know it's been almost 10 minutes, but I want to take umbrage with the comment that Wes made in, uh, before the break about 
It took North Carolina a while to figure it out when Dean Smith retired in reference to the Krzyzewski retirement. I mean, all Bill Guthridge did was go to two Final Fours in his three years that he coached and was the 98 <laughs> Naismith Coach of the Year. So it took him a little while to figure out to get rid of Matt Doherty. I agree with you there, but I don't want to besmirch what Bill Guthridge did in his three years. No, he did a very good job, but obviously <laughs> they weren't going to keep him. He was a, a man of age, and they wanted uh, kind of that fresh, young, new coach that they thought Matt Doherty was going to be, and that ended up with a thud down there at North Carolina. So uh, we'll see if Duke uh, does the transition a little bit better they're going to try to keep in the family and I know, I know my alma mater Indiana did not and they paid for it for about 20 years uh, once uh, Coach Knight was shown the door so uh, there's something to be said for loyalty and keeping it within the family in college basketball I think that's the reason that Dean Smith waited till the first week of October to retire so that they had no choice but to give Guthridge the reins right. for a few years, right? They didn't have time to go get a search committee and decide on somebody else. Guthridge has earned it in 30 seasons as an assistant to have a chance to go out as the head coach. Well, Mike, I appreciate it because somebody needs to keep Wes on his toes here. So good, for, good on you for keeping him accountable. <laughs> that's what you're here to do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Thank guys, you very so much. much for thanks, the time. guys. Mm-hmm. Thanks, guys. All right. See, it's good to know we had at least one person listening, and uh, yes. he had something to say about your college basketball yes, thoughts Yes, he, he did. Bill Guthridge did go to Final Fours, but they did not exactly keep Bill Guthridge either. So, you know, I don't want to say that they were bad, but obviously that wasn't the future. That was kind of like, I, I think, really, you know, a stopgap, if you will, uh, to be able to see if they could find the next coach. And they didn't succeed on the first time with Matt Doherty. But Roy Williams, they were just waiting for the right time for Roy Williams when he was going to leave Kansas after he took them to final fours out there in Lawrence Carolina boy goes home so always something to be said for keeping it in the family UCLA did that for many years they uh, did yeah sometimes it worked out sometimes it did not uh, so you know you got to get the right guy and uh, hopefully uh, for Duke's sake they have that with John Shire same with Indiana with Mike Woodson North Carolina with Hubert Davis so a seismic change in college basketball Danielle when you have all these coaches retire not only Coach K Roy Williams Lon Kruger mm-hmm. and and they're just end of an young. era. In a yeah, lot of ways. absolutely. All, all the coaches that I grew up watching as a little boy, because college basketball was the first sport I really fell in love with as a kid, because my school, Indiana was one of the best programs in the country. So when you're winning, you obviously fall in love with the program and a sport. And all those coaches of that era of my boyhood youth are either passing away or retiring. So it's taken me a little while to get used to. Well, what's nice about sports betting is that uh, we can talk about college basketball literally in June when we we have uh, nothing actually going on with it, but uh, that's what's great about this. You can always bet on it. I was a little bit surprised to hear that there's out of eight out of nine games, they really needed the Knights to to not be able to win here. So I'm surprised that people are still buying into the Knights in this series. Well, we're going to see, obviously. You know you're going to get locals that are going to bet the Knights, and it's really not even always the locals. It's A lot of times it's tourists because it's like, we want to bet the hometown team. We want to get BGK and Knights Fever here and support the hometown team. So books are always going to need the Knights to lose just on the futures exposure because that's what people bet because everybody remembers that first year. Those long-odd tickets where the Knights were basically an expansion team and got all the way to the Stanley Cup before the Caps knocked them out. So we'll see if they keep buying in. I think Colorado has a little bit too much. I don't think it's going to be a sweep, however, but 
I felt Colorado was just a little bit better than VGK this year, even though it was just 4-4 in the season series. Colorado just has so much depth and so much talent in terms of their skaters. Multiple lines can score a lot of goals. Yeah, we didn't even get to see all of it because they weren't always so healthy. But I have to tell you, when I moved to Las Vegas, seeing a VGK sticker everywhere you go. So as much as it is the locals, it could just be the tourists still banking on the Vegas Golden Knights. We have more to talk about. We're going to talk Lakers, Suns, and a lot of other items with Teddy Greenstein, senior editor at PointsBet, next on My Guys in the Desert. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Welcome back into My Guys in the Desert. This is the OddsTrader.com studio at the South Point Casino. Make sure you check out OddsTrader.com and download the free OddsTrader app right now so you can start winning with the up-to-the-second info you need. Daniel Alvari still here in the VEASAN studio and now bringing in one of our favorite guests to bring in Teddy Greenstein, senior editor at PointsVet. Teddy, thanks so much for joining us today. My pleasure, Danielle. How you guys doing? We're excited because we have a lot of playoffs going on right now, NBA and NHL. I want to start with the early game tonight. So obviously the Nuggets and the Trailblazers. Trailblazers, a four and a half, five point favorite here. Game six, the Nuggets lead the series. Where are you guys seeing most of your action? Yeah, it's on the Trailblazers, not by a lot, but a slight edge here. 52% of the wagers are on Portland, 63% of the cash. So. Wow. Uh, a more intriguing one is Suns Lakers, where we actually have two-way action uh, in terms of the number of bets. 60% on the Suns, but more money on the Lakers. I guess that makes sense, given uh, all those rich folks in Hollywood. People love to bet on the Lakers. And when I was talking with Wes about this game a little bit earlier, he said he didn't even know which way this one was really going to go. Uh, the Lakers oh. obviously going to have to be locked down defensively. You're seeing a total around 207. How is the series price sort of adjusted for you? Uh, Danielle, it's been absolutely wild. Uh, so, so let's look at it from the Suns' perspective. They started out at plus 180 and then soared to plus 525 and now down to minus 301. I'm sure Anthony Davis and his groin have a lot to do with that. Um, now, if you're more on the Suns tonight than the Lakers, we have a very interesting boost, and this is Devin Booker to outscore LeBron and that's happened three of the five games thus far. So the boost is plus 135 all the way up to plus 160. So I checked out their, you know, their difference in expected points tonight is about two. So um, I know people feel like LeBron is going to try to put on the cape and just shoot it a million times. But if Booker has a good game, plus 160 is a hell of a price. Yeah, I mean... Not somebody I like to bet against, if I'm being honest. But right. maybe maybe Devin Booker can get it done for you guys. Uh we also have golf going on this weekend as well. I want to make sure we have time to talk about this. The Memorial Tournament. Yeah. Who are kind of the short shots for this one? Yeah, so Colin Morikawa had a great round today. He's six under. So he is uh, he's our leader and our, our, our clubhouse leader in terms of outrights. He's all the way down to plus 425. I don't know if you guys saw uh, a lot of rain and inclement weather out there in the Columbus area. So guys like Bryson DeChambeau and Jordan Spieth got off to great starts, but they only played three holes. So a lot more golf coming. Uh, DeChambeau, 10 to 1. John Rahm, who was the favorite coming in, is 12 to 1. For folks who watched uh, the range, we boosted John Rahm's top 10. We doubled it from plus 110 to plus 220. So hopefully some of you guys watched uh, Paige and me talking golf betting and took advantage of that top 10. Yeah, she provides a lot of great analysis, definitely. Great source for that. What about the handle for this tournament so far? Where, where are you seeing most of the money? Yeah, let me call that up. It's kind of unusual in, in some of it. We got like a lot on Harold Varner. That was certainly unexpected. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, 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 there's certainly a randomness to that. So Harold Varner got a lot. Jordan Spieth always certainly gets a lot. And a decent amount on Victor Hovland. Those guys had uh, slightly better odds than Rom did. Is that kind of like a recency bias, too? Do people tend to bet that way? Is that what you guys kind of experience? Well, uh, Jay Croucher always jokes that, like, we could list Jordan Spieth uh, as a <laughs> Super Bowl winner, and he would still get a lot of action on him. So certainly with Spieth last week, obviously he played three great rounds in Texas. 
Um, now the guys are, are, are tuning up, gearing up for the U.S. Open. What's interesting today is that, you know, Jack Nicholas made the course that much harder and the guys are still putting up low numbers. So Morikawa at six under, bunch of guys at five, four, three, and two. So Jack's not going to be happy. I think he was hoping for an over par uh, <laughs> victory this week. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Well, moving elsewhere into the sports book here, we have UFC 263 going on, and you guys have a pretty cool promotion with Adesanya. Yeah, Danielle, we got uh, basically free money coming here. So if Adesanya <laughs> throws one punch, you double your money. Ten Does it have maximum. to land? <laughs> it doesn't even have to land. Oh, my gosh. He just has to, yeah, he just has to survive, I don't know, I guess the weigh-in and the walk to the walk <laughs> to the cage. So as long as he as long as he manages to get out there and, and uh, you know, doesn't slip and fall and, and get pummeled, I think you're going to be safe winning $10 on that one. So you're telling me $10, free, 10 free dollars, if he throws one punch, doesn't have to connect. That is the truth. I'm not lying. That's our promo. And we got a, a week or so to pump it up. So go ahead and bet it now, though, everybody. Well, thank you so much for the free money, Teddy, and for the for joining us today, of course. Enjoy it, Danielle. Enjoy the NBA night. See ya. All right. We have more coming up on My Guys in the Desert. We'll dive into some more MLB action and maybe look at some more NHL right here on My Guys in the Desert. And if you missed any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. You can catch replays of all our shows, including Follow the Money, A Numbers Game, My Guys in the Desert, and Lombardi Line with VSIN Best Bets. Download Beating the Book with Gail Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, Long Shots, Gone Racing, and the Ron Flatter Racing Pod. They're all free and available now at vsin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Vari and Wes Reynolds back here on My Guys in the Desert to look at a little bit more of the MLB games on the slate tonight. Uh, but first, we do have a golf tournament going on right now, and it is having some weather issues. It is, and we were supposed to get underway at 6.30 Eastern, 3.30 Pacific. Now another cell is coming into Columbus, Ohio. So looks like they may be done for the day. It's looking pretty dark watching the feed on the Golf Channel here, so they might be done for the day. First group got out. The morning group got in, and and as Teddy mentioned, Colin Marikawa, the leader, six under par. Adam Long in at five under. A host of players at four under. Bo Hogue, Nick Taylor, Xander Schauffele, Rafael Cabrera-Beo in the house uh, already. So the leaders are the second group basically is through like a few holes on, on the front nine, and some might have teed off on the back nine. So doesn't look like we're going to get completed today in Columbus. So these guys will have to go out early and then play a lot of holes here on Friday morning to go ahead and get this caught up depending on if weather cooperates and then of course the U.S. Women's Open underway mm -hmm. at the Olympic Club in San Francisco. Mel Reed the clubhouse leader the English woman four under 67 expecting not very many low scores this week so I think that that's probably going to come back a little bit to earth but Mel Reed in the house at four under she is your leader now the second group is kind of starting approaching uh, basically completed about six or seven holes on their rounds because uh, 
West Coast Major, we always love those because you can watch golf at night. So U.S. Women's Open still ongoing today. As for the Memorial, though, with that delay and them having to play those extra holes for golfers who like to get another bet in maybe during the tournament, how would that affect your handicap? Yeah, and and I mean, look, some guys like that playing a bunch of holes and, you know, they're used to that. Weather delays are part of golf. So Mm -hmm. you can sometimes maybe if you're looking to get involved on an in play, it's probably not going to change the numbers too much. But Mm -hmm. you do have some big names who are just starting their rounds like Bryson DeChambeau, former winner here at the Memorial, two under through three holes. I saw him uh, approaching his shot, and then all of a sudden they blew the horn again with another sell. So you've got a lot of these big-name players. Teddy Greenstein also mentioned it. Jordan Spieth, one under through three. Patrick Cantlay, one under through three. So you've got a lot of big-name players out there for the afternoon. Maybe you can get some decent prices on those guys because obviously it's going to be a little bit more, I guess, bias towards the guys that have already finished like Morikawa. I would expect he'd be the current favorite right now being six under bar on his first round. So that's where you can still get some prices in terms of the in play with the guys that are still have yet to complete their rounds. Well, we'll keep an eye on that, obviously. But we also have a lot of MLB action to get to for tonight. We have Marlins and Pirates at 7.05 p.m. Eastern. So coming up quick here, uh, we have Elizio Hernandez versus Tyler Anderson for the pitching matchup. Yeah, this was a, a scratch from earlier today. Hernandez is going to get the start. Pirates so far getting the money over the over the uh, Miami Marlins. And really, you've got two offenses that are not great here with, with these two teams. They don't really produce a lot of runs night in and night out. So seven and a half. Now the total, it was eight. So it's certainly seen money to the under can't necessarily disagree with that. I have not yet gotten involved in this game, but you can kind of see the bet percentage. I think these are from DraftKings. Uh, the, uh, the bets, the handle is going to the under, but the amount of bets are going to the over, which means you probably got some wise guys that I think like this under with these two teams, not really hitting very well. And also maybe some regression a little bit here. Hernandez 771. One ERA, but 204 on the XFIP. He doesn't have a lot of appearances this year, so maybe some positive regression on that side. But two very uh, two teams that very much struggle at the batter's box. Another one going on, of course. Diamondbacks at the Brewers, 7:40 p.m. Eastern start for that one. We have John Duplantier versus Brett Anderson on the mound there. Yeah, Arizona, 20 and 37 right now. They've been, I think, a big disappointment. But the Brewers, despite the fact that they are last in the National League in terms of a batting average with 210, and a lot of that is because Christian Yelich has been out of the lineup. Now Lorenzo Cain is on the DL. Yelich just now coming back. But... This has been bet to the over big time, though. This was eight and a half, and it's now crossed that key number of nine. You're seeing some nine and a halves even out there at the market. So probably because they see Duplantier with that 771 ERA, and it's still the XFIP slightly under five. So Diamondbacks have been batted really around on the road here this year, too. Nine and 21 on the road. So... Looking at this, I was kind of leaning a little bit to the Brewers at minus 170. This may be one if you have a, if you have books. Uh, usually on the run line, you obviously got to lay run at one and a half. But some books you can lay one and pay a little bit extra juice, and that might be what I do here with the Brew Crew. 
Another one we can look at here, too. Reds and Cardinals going on tonight, 8.15 p.m. Eastern. Vladimir Gutierrez versus Adam Wainwright. Who do you like here? Yeah, very good start to uh, Vladimir Gutierrez's career last time out, just looking at his numbers. 180 ERA, but 624 on the XFIP. So that's why you're seeing, I think, a lot of movement to the Cardinals here. This is about a 30-cent move. This was Mm -hmm. 114 in the overnight. You are now seeing, I think, BetMGM might be the market high at minus 150 on the the ageless wonder Adam Wainwright still doing it, still getting them, still getting guys out here. And uh, Reds have been struggling a lot lately. That's my team, 24 and 29. So don't disagree with the move on the Cardinals, but I'm not going to lay 30 cents the worst of it. And of course, last one we haven't really gotten to dive into, but we did get into a little bit with Derek and Mike. The Mets and the Padres, kind of a headline game here. 10 p.m. Eastern, Walker versus Darvish. What do you think of this one? Yeah, and some lineup news. Pete Alonso not going to go for the Mets in the lineup tonight. Padres trying to get right off that road trip. They've lost four in a row trying to break the skid against the Mets. They are fourth in the NL and OBP on base percentage at 318. Padres 18 and 10 in Petco Park, so doing very well with that circus sports signage behind the, behind the plate that you can see if you watch that Padres broadcast. So seeing what the market is doing now, Darvish getting the support, maybe a little bit of that is on reaction of the Alonzo news, but total now down to six and a half. Now that it's gone under that key number of seven, I would lean a little bit to the over here at six and a half. What do you think you Darvish's chances are with that Cy Young award? Where does he sit for you? Certainly in the mix, uh, mm-hmm. I, I think, with him and, and Trevor Bauer and Jacob deGrom, assuming deGrom can stay healthy. Uh, you know, probably, I mean, he probably was very popular at the betting market. I don't have the splits in terms of what that was for the Cy Young, but he's certainly one of the shorter prices. He's in the short shots for you. So lots of MLB action going on tonight. Wes, your favorite play again? Uh, you have an under, I believe. Yeah, I get uh, what I went with tonight. Uh, I did go actually with the over Minnesota, Kansas right. City at nine. Still some nines out there, minus 120 juice to the over. Also, I think I'm going to take a shot, hold my nose here with the Detroit Tigers uh, oh. trying to go against Lance Lynn tonight. Okay, we'll have better plays when we get back on the NBA. We'll talk about props and more for tonight's game. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. 
Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't wait days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with BetRivers' new feature, Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at BetRivers Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the most in-play betting options out there. As always, get a $250 match bonus, the fastest payouts, and only one-time play throughout BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? In Illinois, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania, call 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. In Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. In Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. In Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. Not valid. In Iowa, we're back on My Guys in the Desert. Danielle Alvaro here with Wes Reynolds. And we are, of course, going to wrap things up with the NBA action we have going on tonight. Nuggets and Trailblazers. Trailblazers, about five-and-a-half-point favorite. Total sitting around 228, 227-and-a-half in some spots. Nuggets, again, lead that series 3-2. to two. And, of course, we have the Suns and Lakers. Lakers, a two-point favorite, total sitting around 207, and the Suns lead that series 3-2. to two. So when we take a look at the NBA props tonight, I mean, Teddy Greenstein said earlier they had a boosted odds prop, actually, on Devin Booker to outscore LeBron. What do you think of that one? Could get there, I think. It depends yeah. on what side you like. If you want to kind of play the side and you don't know what to do, maybe play it a little bit through the prop market here. And look, LeBron, we thought he was going to score maybe with some abandon because he was going to have to without AD in game five, and he did not uh, Mm -hmm. do that, did not shoot the ball very well. So, 
I mean, I could see it a little bit, but yeah. I guess when I'm looking at the Suns props, yeah, and I would maybe be looking at Chris Paul in terms of under assist, just because I don't know how many minutes he is going to play tonight. Right, we're not sure so, his situation. Yeah, and it was it was eight and a half, juiced a little bit heavier, but I think now seven and a half is pretty much the even straddle at like minus one ten. Obviously, the shoulder doesn't look right. It didn't look right in game one. He kind of gutted it out and then injured it again in the game five wins. So if you're going to get limited action, then maybe you're going to see a little bit more Cameron Payne tonight, like you kind of saw after game one uh, or really in game one in the second half. It was pretty much all him. Chris Paul never returned to the game. So that might be where I would look at. If you look at Paul's averages for the series, nine and a half points a game, and about just under seven assists. And keep in mind, he's only playing about 28 minutes a game. Clearly not 100%. So that's kind of part of the deal. He has gone under this mark, I, I believe, in four of the five games. And the only over he had was just by one assist. So you've got the Lakers defense. And that's what they're going to have to win on right now. You can't really change your identity this late in, in the season. So you've got a very tough defense. Frank Vogel's always been a defensive coach. Go back to his days as head coach of the Indiana Pacers. Low scoring, tight games have kind of been the rule of thumb really throughout this entire series. So if L.A. is going to win this game, the defense is going to have to be on point. So Chris Paul under seven and a half assists here. I just don't know how many minutes he is going to go here in this spot. So that would be perhaps the way I would look if I were going with props in this particular game. No play really on the side for me, but just looking at the market a little bit, starting to see two be a little bit of the consensus now with the Lakers being two-point favorites and even seeing at some faraway places, minus one and a half. So there's some folks out there supporting Phoenix. I, I got to think that the general public is going to be on the Lakers pretty much across the board. Uh, such a low line. Which really is a bet on low LeBron James. Sure, sure, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I mean, you know the Lakers are usually going to take the money, but this could be that kind of proverbial pros versus Joes type of game mm -hmm. where some of the pro betters like the Phoenix Suns and some of the casual betters like the Lakers. I know the splits are going to be different at different places. DraftKings looks like they're a little bit heavier on the Suns. Maybe mm -hmm. folks are kind of throwing in the towel, but Derek Stevens brought it up in our segment at the top of the hour down from Circus Sports and said, look, we're going to need the Suns to win anyway just to eliminate this future liability. And that's what the books are more worried about, I think, is eliminating all this future ticket liability. Lakers to win the West, Lakers to win the NBA championship, and going ahead and getting them out of the way. They're probably, in terms of the Suns, in very good shape, even though when the Suns got off to that hot start, they probably saw some action. But so many more tickets on the Lakers from the summertime and then the early fall. So uh, books very much rooting for Phoenix tonight. Well, definitely not predicting this to be the state of the Lakers at this point. If you did book it in the summer, uh, we do have another game. Of course, the Nuggets and the Trailblazers on DraftKings. Actually, the most bet on NBA player prop in handle. So, so far tonight, Damian Lillard, three pointers over four and a half sitting at minus 159. Yeah, Lillard's going to get all the overs tonight, which is why I kind of want to zig when 
everybody else is zagging here. <laughs> and I think maybe C.J. McCollum, 3.J. McCollum. He hasn't really been 3.J. McCollum that much in this series. But maybe this is the night where he finally gets going a little bit. And you could either play points, rebounds, uh, assists separately. I kind of like maybe combining them a little bit. I, I'm guessing the number I saw this morning was 30 and a half. So it's probably somewhere right around there. He's only 44% from the field in this series. Hasn't scored over 22 points in any game throughout these five games. So I think McCollum has got to step up here a little bit. And then we know that the key, I think, to this series when the Blazers have been successful is when Nurkic has been able to stay on the floor against Nikola Jokic. So perhaps uh, if, if they get a little bit of a friendlier whistle, maybe you can look at some Jokic unders in terms of the rebounds. Mm-hmm. If, you wanna, if you're going to play it, you either play Jokic unders or you play Nurkic overs uh, mm-hmm. in terms of if he's going to be able to stay on the floor. Covington had a stat sheet stuffing game last time out, but I don't know if he's going to duplicate that again from the scoring. So probably what I would look at, and if I'm adding these up at BetMGM, mm-hmm. that's like 32 and a half. But somewhere in that 30 and a half, 31, 31 and a half type of range, depending on where you can get it. If you can get points, rebounds, and assists combined on C.J. McCollum, that's where I'm going to go. I know Lillard's going to get the action, though. You have to be careful with those, of course, to add them up and make sure that you're not getting a number that's more inflated. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, because you will get that at some of these shops. So, you know, shop around, have multiple outs. We always advise that. And that would be the way I would play these props tonight. Another way you can bet these games, too, is you can kind of look at head-to-heads. I know you're familiar with these from betting golf. Uh, So you can bet who will score more points between two players. If we look at Jokic versus Dame Lillard, Jokic to score more points, plus 105, or Dame Lillard to score more as the favorite at minus 134? Hmm. That's one I probably wouldn't bet, to be honest with you, because everybody wants to play the stars in the closeout game. So that would be one I would stay away from. I don't want to necessarily bet Lillard because he just scored 55 points and it's not like you're going to duplicate that every single time. So I guess on the plus money, small the Jokic, but that's one I'm not recommending at all. If we look at the Suns and Lakers, you can bet to score more points between DeAndre Ayton and Dennis Schroeder. Minus 113 on both sides, so kind of a coin flip here in terms of the odds. Well, nowhere to go but up if you're Dennis Schroeder because right? he had a goose egg last time <laughs> out. Uh, the uh, man that turned down $84 million. We'll see if that comes back to uh, bite him on the you-know-what here. But just be, just off the basis of that, mm-hmm. I would look maybe to Schroeder over, uh, over DeAndre Ayton at this standpoint. Uh, Lakers uh, got to try to throw a bunch of different bodies at DeAndre Ayton. Of course, Andre Dro- if Davis does not go tonight, you're going to have a lot of Andre Drummond. You're going to have a lot of Marc Gasol. You may even see LeBron have to be playing down there a little bit in the post. So no update yet on AD, still listed as questionable. But I would be more apt. And, and let's say AD does go. Right. That obviously helps a little bit. So I'd be more apt to he be did on hold the up sh- the six, right? Didn't he right. hold up the six at the end of the last game? He did. He did. So we'll see. Uh, he, I, I got to think he's going to try to give it a go. How effective he's going to be is going to beg the question. But if I'm going Schroeder and Aiden, I think Dennis Schroeder's uh, pride's been called into a little bit of a question with that goose egg last time out. So I'd be on the, the man from Germany. I know you mentioned the league leaders, the top scorers. People like to bet on those people. We talk about LeBron James and what he's going to have to do in this game tonight to get the Lakers uh, to that game seven. His yes on a triple-double prop. 
is plus 333. The no minus 500. As for his double double, uh, yes, minus 230. No, plus 170. Would you look at any of his props at all, given that you know how much he's going to have to do? No, I actually would not, because last time out, I thought he was going to be much more offensive minded and, and really score a lot more, and he did not. But in a closeout situation for Phoenix, obviously the numbers are going to be inflated on LeBron. So that's why I kind of want to stay a little bit away from those. When we talk about Dame Lillard, too, coming off of such a crazy game uh, with those 55 points, is that something where you would consider maybe looking at some regression because there's going to be an overreaction to that? It would be under or nothing, really, on those props. But I chose, instead of maybe messing around with the Dame Lillard, I'll go back to C.J. McCollum. I choose to kind of play him that way because if you're going to get that expected regression on Dame, somebody's got to benefit and somebody's got to make up for it. So I think that that would be CJ McCollum on the props and just a quick line update. Now mm-hmm. are some four and a halves out there on the Blazers tonight, circus sports. I know bet MGM also at four and a half, the rest of the market, pretty much at five total two twenty eight. some two twenty seven and halves out there. I do like the under in this spot though, tonight. One last trailblazer I'd like to take a look at, not just because he was UCLA Bruin, but Norman Powell, kind of supposed to be this points getter for this team, didn't necessarily do that for them in this last game. Are you expecting maybe a bounce back for him offensively? He certainly could, and when you're looking at the guys off the bench that are going to have to produce, assuming Damian Lillard uh, is not able to put up those stupid numbers he put in Game 5, then you would be looking at somebody like Norman Powell, or you would be looking at somebody like Carmelo, Mm -hmm. somebody off the bench who is going to have have to make up that offense, even though Powell uh, was the starter. Powell went 51 minutes last time out, only 13 points. So when you look at the bench, they didn't really use a big rotation there in game five. They played nine guys, but the only guy that really got a ton of minutes was Carmelo at 30 minutes uh, because Nurkic got in foul trouble and only played 24 minutes. So one of those guys probably of down the options, maybe like the fourth or fifth guy in the starting lineup or a guy off the bench like Carmelo, like a Norman Powell, is going to have to make up some of those points. Right. So Carmelo Anthony's points prop on DraftKings sitting at 11 and a half, minus 106 to the over, so slightly juiced to the under there. And then Norman Powell's points prop sitting at 17 and a half, minus 109. It's minus 117 on the under, so slightly juiced to the under I'd there. I'd rather take, of those two, I'd rather take the over with Carmelo. Yeah, especially because it's set at 11 and a half, and you get only minus 106 on it. So So something to consider. Lots of action to go on tonight. We'll see how it all plays out. Thanks so much for joining us here on My Guys in the Desert. Wes and I will be back tomorrow, same time, same place. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.